this year has been a transformational year for us because of that decision. I think the lesson that I learned from that is never lose sight of what you set out to achieve. That's a really tough one. I don't, I, I don't know if I can answer that. You've got no. 22 minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 22 minutes uh, with myself, Lee Corden. And today you might be wondering why is he sitting on the other side of the, the, the room? And um, today I am joined by Taylor. For those that don't know, Taylor is my producer. Um, and today we are going to just do a kind of a recap. We're halfway through season one. Um, we're just uh, about to hit Christmas uh, and New Year where we'll follow on with the rest of season one. So we thought it'd be nice just to do a bit of a recap. Um, and to do that, Taylor is going to ask the questions. So I am now on the other side of this podcast interview, whatever you want to call it. So apologies in advance, um, but hopefully this will be a bit of an insight into what we've been doing over the last few months. Taylor, over <laughs> to you. You're the professional. So you know. Thank you for having me. No, well, on your show. You <laughs> invited yourself. <laughs> I, I essentially did this whole thing and just told you to be here at this time. Uh, um, just no an excuse exciting, to get no. on camera. Yeah, right? it's any excuse, anything for a bit of promo. <laughs> Subscribe to the Waffle Shop. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's exciting though. And it's it's been, I think it's quite a, a nice way to kind of round off the year. Like we, it was our first 22 Productions original podcast. Yeah. It was an idea that's kind of been brewing for quite a while. So to, to now kind of being ending the year on a bit of a high with it, hitting the charts. Yeah. Massive and success. The weirdest thing for me is, you know, this is my first really dive into the world of podcasts. And um, we recorded our last episode of the first half of the first season a few, probably about a month ago now, actually, yeah. to be fair. And obviously then we stopped releasing because we're having a, just a little bit of a break. And I've been having people contact me saying, when's your next episode coming out? And it's really weird because you, you just don't think that people are listening to these things. You just think you're recording it and it's, it's out there. And I'm, I'm amazed by how many people are, are wanting and there's an appetite for more, um, which is a really bizarre feeling. But it's also a sign that you're doing something right. Yeah, well, hopefully that's what we set out to do. So, you know. Well, it went in the first week of release, it went top 50 in the business and self development yeah. and entrepreneur chart yeah. in the UK. So there's quite clearly one, an appetite, but two, an audience there. Yeah. Well, was it 50 out of 51? It was 50 and they only, they only kind of do the first 250 yeah, episodes it sounds, it sounds or better. shows. So it, to go like in the, his first week yeah, yeah. is known kind of like, is it mean feet? Yeah, that's the word. That's the, yeah. we'll go with that. that but how, that sort of <laughs> but how have you found diving into the world of podcasting it's like i'm hooked you know it's like i'm kind of obsessed with it now and it's it's just a bizarre feeling it's um i mean what we, we sat i mean we've talked about this for a while and we, we set out 22 minutes because you know i think you, you, there's a lot of popular podcasts out there that you know speak to the what i'm going to say speak to the rich and the famous people mm -hmm. the people that have been there done that you know very successful people and that's all well and good um and it's great to hear from them and their experience but i think there's just a huge gap between the millions of other people that, you know, that are small business owners um, in local communities that they real, really make the backbone of the UK business scene. Um, and I think we wanted to like, basically challenge that and, and actually bring those people to the fore and, and celebrate, you know, especially in Coventry and the West Midlands, celebrate those business owners that, you know, are having a big impact on local communities, but they're never really celebrated on a wider scale. Um, so to celebrate those, to, to talk about their journeys, their experiences, their learnings, uh, that's been a real kind of, it's just been an eye opener for me. Mm. I've been on that journey for the last 12 years. 
and it's great to, to share those journeys and stories with other people. And I think the podcast is a great way to do that. It's a great way of learning as well. Yeah. Like it's been genuinely a bit of an honor to kind of sit on the other side of the production desk and hear some of these kind of conversations that are being had, how people have talked the failures yeah. you know we get so wrapped up in that like that mentality of like this is all going wrong i'm throwing the towel that first business i started didn't work i failed like i'm gonna give up yeah. but there's quite a lot of people that you've had on the series so far that have almost turned those failings and those kind of obstacles into stepping stones yeah like to build like multi-million pound businesses portfolios yeah. like even from like a personal point of view hearing how personal experience has affected their business or yeah. their ability to make decisions and i mean it's you, been a real eye-opener i mean you even think of um from the first part of this the series um sophie um, yes in particular yes. and ian yeah know, both of those lost a parent um which really kind of altered their direction mm -hmm. and, and and their success that they, they have now and they turn tragedy into a, a way to grow and yeah. uh, i think it's it's admirable it's almost admirable pain to purpose isn't it yeah, yeah. absolutely and, and you know that's just a small example of, of the conversations we've had i think the thing that i've noticed the most is you know and this is the the, the issue i find with social media is when you're looking at it from the outside when you're looking into other people's businesses they look perfect you know they're, they're having the best year of their life they're the biggest turnover biggest profits all this sort of stuff. that's your perception um, but really, when you have conversations with these people outside of social media, it is a completely different picture. And 2023, I think for, for a lot of businesses, has been a really tough, tough year, even for us. Um, but people don't paint that picture on social mm -hmm. media. And sometimes when you are a business owner dealing with those challenges and those worries and those fears, that's not helpful. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you constantly think, why is it just me? Why, why is my business the only one that's struggling or, or having difficulties? It's not the case. 99% of other businesses are having those exact same problems. It's not till you talk about it that it comes to fruition and, and you kind of think, oh, actually, this is normal. Yeah. You know? and, and that's been a real eye opener for me. And one thing I think, I try and be as honest on social media as I can. And a post that I did recently talked about how this year has been the toughest year of, of, of my business career in many different ways, but you know, I think it's, I think it's good to talk like that. I think it's good for people to see vulnerability and, and that things aren't always, you know, it's not, it's not life though, is it? You can't say no. that. It's one of the biggest lessons I talk from your episode with Gus yeah. is like the power of authenticity yeah. and kind of showing up as you, yeah. not someone that you're not. Yeah. And I think social media kind of can play a part in that. What has been like the biggest lesson, would you say from 2023? From the podcast or me personally? Both. Oh, that's a really good question. That's a really tough one. I don't, I, I don't know if I can answer that. You've got yeah. 22 minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's just be quiet. It's right. not like I've got to see an editor or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest lesson for us is um, uh, me and Jason made quite a big decision. J Jason being my business partner, we made quite a big decision um, at the start of the year, which com completely not transformed our business. But, you know, it, we took our, we set up our business 10 years ago to be something. And over 10 years, it just gradually became something else or, or it was the same thing but it had different kind of arms to it and it wasn't quite where we wanted to be and we, we made a decision at the start of the year to to completely relaunch ourselves and take away the bits that we weren't happy with go back to our roots grow kind of the business um that way this year has been a transformational year for us because of that decision i think the lesson that i learned from that is never lose sight of what you set out to achieve because when your businesses grow, it goes off in directions that sometimes you have no control of. 
And sometimes when it just happens, you just go with the flow and you just think, wow, maybe it's generating money. That's fine. Let's keep doing it. But actually, no matter how much money it's making, you've got to stick to your roots. The part of the business that we stopped doing was making good money, but it wasn't our passion. You know, we lost the fire in our kind of bodies to really grow the business because of that part. And because of that decision, it's completely transformed us. So I think that's my lesson. Is that a good enough answer? Yeah, no, it's good. And to be fair, it kind of feeds into one of the questions that I have heard quite a lot on the show is that conversation around success. Yeah, I thought, you know, you're speaking to business owners a lot on the show. Their success would be like, oh, it's going to be money orientated. Yeah. Obviously, that plays a factor into it. But what's been really kind of like eye-opening and almost heartwarming is that success means so much to so many different people mm. like sophie was just like just to be happy and to look after herself yeah and then ian was just like spending more time with the kids yeah what does success look like to lee corden for me um i mean obviously obviously like you know me and jason want to be financially secure mm. you know that you can't be around the bush that is yeah. you know what we want we want to have security for us our kids and, and so forth but really we're all about success for us is about building a community where people thrive you know so we want to build a community um we want people to come in as you know a and leave as z mm -hmm. you know we want them to grow we want them to and even if that means that they end up not with us we want to help them transition that. and if we can be a if we can be a um facilitator for that you know whilst growing a successful business that for me is success so obviously we're coming to the end of the year it's been a big obviously transformative year yeah as you said what's next what is the thing that you are most excited about for 2024 okay so th this is an easy one because obviously the transformational year we've had it we've really gone back to our roots we've got a clear vision moving forward and next year is possibly one of the most exciting. I've never been so excited about, you know, the following year because it's going to be such a big year for us. For those that, that don't know, um, we're currently in our podcast studio. This was the first podcast studio we launched in May 2023. And this is our last recording. So this is our, which is really sad because this is kind yeah. of, this is kind of our baby. But exciting is that we're moving our podcast production facility to a, a new studio which is, you know, three times the size. Um, we're going to have five sets in there rather than this one set that you can see right now. And our growth for productions, for podcast production next year is just looking insane. Um, so we are so, and obviously Taylor is the, the spearhead of this, by the way. Um, but we are super excited for where our production studio is going next year. Um, it's such an incredible space. Um, a little plug, we've got a launch event on the 25th of Jan. This yes. will be going out before then, I yep. presume. Um, so, and you, uh, Taylor will be able to put a link on that, but yeah, that's a chance to come and see our new production space. Currently our 22 productions and 22 digital are at separate locations. And this new uh, studio that we're going into, or we've moved in this week actually facilitates both. So we're bringing the whole family as it were together. Mm -hmm. And that's again, part of our vision moving forward. I think we became a little bit disjointed and we needed to bring everyone back together um, to form that culture that we set out to achieve. So we've got productions, we've got some real positive growth in software development and apps, and we've got two new businesses that we're launching next year. So like, it's very exciting. Yeah, keep, keep tight-lipped about that for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give that's it all it. away. That's it, yeah, yeah. Plus much more. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to keep coming back. <laughs>
it's been an honor to kind of be a part of this, like to kind of the fact that a few years ago I was packing a bag to go to New York. Yeah. No, it didn't quite work out thinking of like embarrassed, like I want to work in podcasts, then coming to 22 and then you like, it was the first thing I said in my interview. Yeah. And then to kind of be sat here ending 2023 in a studio with a team, like yeah. it's mental. And you know, the projects that we've got coming up from a production's point of view, like next year is, it's quite, it's quite nice to kind of be ending the year on a high. Yeah. Cause it has been, yeah, yeah. it has been a difficult yeah, year yeah. Um, for what well, probably 90% of the people that I know. <laughs> And um, I, do you know, I also think going back to what I said earlier about the decision that me and Jason had to make, sorry to cut you in, but I, I also want to make the point that, you know, we're glad all that happened. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, because that shaped us, that helped us grow, but it's really important to just remember to reel it back in because otherwise it can go out of control. Well, sometimes you have to kind of look back to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and we're glad it happened. You know, it's no regret. It's just, you know, I think it's really important to just not lose sight of where you want to be and what you set out to be. Obviously we're going into the new year. Yeah. Resolutions. Obviously it's a big conversation mm. that everyone's going to start having soon. Do you have any? I do. Oh, okay. I do. They're all personal though. Does, is that okay? Not like I mean, a business, not show, like a business one. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a couple of things that I, I really want to do in next year and these are quite personal actually but i'm happy to share them but what one is just fitness and um, i used to play so much sport and um in the last few years i've got so consumed in business and, and stuff like that it's just completely stopped and it's probably the most unfit i've ever been so really i want to do my fitness and you know health and nutrition that sort of thing but the second one and the main one is for my daughter so my daughter lila she is 18 months now and I made the promise before she was born that I'd spend every Monday with her um, and we'd have like a Monday day of fun, let's call it. She's 18 months and I've not spent one Monday with her um, since she was born. So my resolution for next year is to spend every Monday with her, with my computer down and locked away um, and just make sure I spend that time with her. So that, that's two kind of proper new year's resolutions no, for me. i like it i respect that um so yeah we'll see. one of the the greatest things obviously thank you for sharing it one of the greatest things about podcasts obviously this is going to be distributed everywhere so everyone's going to hear you say that <laughs> so got, from an accountability <laughs> point of view I've got yeah they've yeah. got you <laughs> they've got yeah. you now because that's stated yeah, yeah. but no it's something that i'm really uh, it's not gonna be easy it should be easy yeah. but it's not gonna be easy but from what I know of you, if anyone can make something happen, yeah, it's you. So yeah, because I think that will benefit you. And obviously, yeah, hundred percent. You know, and uh, I was, do you know, what? I was working, um, I was working abroad recently, um, and again, it again, this this goes. It was it was kind of a family holiday that ended up me doing a bit of work, which always seems to be the case. But because of the time difference, I'd, I'd said that I'd do four hours a day. But because of the time difference, it meant that if I got up at, I think, six o'clock, which I'd usually get up that time anyway, I work six till uh, 11, I think it was. Um, and then obviously you have the whole day with your family. But what I found is I was no worse off only working four hours a day than when I'm in the UK and I'm working 12 hours a day. I think what that four hours made me do is it made me really focus on what is the most important thing. And, you know, if you say I'm going to work 12 hours, you will fill 12 hours worth of time. If you say you're going to work four hours, you'll fill four hours worth of time. 
But I think when you have a bigger capacity of time, everything becomes urgent. Whereas I find that I prioritize better when I only work four hours. And this goes back to the, the kind of Lila Monday thing. Like, I don't think I'll be less productive by only working four days a week. Mm. I think I'll just make sure that I prioritize better. Um, and that's something I learned from working away. And I don't know, there might be a bit of a nugget of information there for someone to take on board. No, I'm, I, I agree with that. And it's like even working around people, like I found like, oh, I'd, I'd work better. Like since being in the studio and there's obviously there's been days when I've like been here by myself, um, like really kind of focused. But what I found when I'm on my own, I'm quite easily distracted yeah. and I would flip between like project to project. Yeah. Whereas when, for some reason, when I'm around people, I will focus on one thing yeah. and one thing only, mm. and then I'll move to the next thing. And I don't know whether it's just because when I'm on my own, I tend to be a bit more chaotic. I, I don't know, but yeah. it's, I think it's quite the whole priority thing is quite a key conversation at the moment. I think it's quite clear from the conversations that we've had, like before we either recorded or even now, like there seems to be an element of the priority next year being ourselves. Yeah which yeah. is which is a quite nice resolution to have yeah and an important one yeah i want to dive into a few of the episodes okay if that's okay yeah, yeah okay. has there been a favorite sorry to everyone <laughs> that's been on that. i mean i, I suppose I, like, i've enjoyed every single one i think there's been a few standouts for me and i think the, the standouts for me and for various reasons one the first one with gus yeah, that's a standout. It was my first ever podcast. Gus was an amazing guest, and you know Gus's knowledge around LinkedIn and and you know your authenticity and things like that. That was a real eye opener for me, um, and something I've adopted a lot in the way I do kind of certainly LinkedIn. Um, so Gus was always a standout for for various reasons. And the other two that I think stands out standouts for me are um, I think Ian's um, because I just think that guy. I mean. For those that don't know, I I, I know Ian. Uh, we've been we've been friends for a while, and you know, I just don't know how he does it. And he's a he's a massive inspiration for me, um, even though he hates me to say that. Um, but just that ability to have that control over your your life and what you're doing with with his portfolio, with the kids, with his job, all those sort of things. I I think if I can achieve that, then I'll I'll, I'll be happy. Um, so that was a standout and, and, and actually the last episode that we did, which was with Aaron, um, yes. around the gambling, that was a huge eye opener for me. Um, and again, you know, he's taken a massive problem, problem, I'm okay to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He's taken a massive kind of problem and addiction, um, and turned it into an incredible business. Yeah. And he's an inspiration, you know, to both people within, within gambling, but also to business owners. Cause I just, I just think what he's achieved um, it's eye it's eye opening, and and that was a standout for me because I think that conversation it was just interesting on every level, and um, I'm looking forward to hopefully hearing more from him in the future. Um, but those are probably three yeah. standout episodes for me. That the, all of them have been great, but I haven't got time to go through <laughs> all of them. Twenty two minutes, Ugh. which has been a nightmare as well. Like it seemed like yeah. such a good idea at the time to call it twenty two minutes. And I have got I have got one issue with this, <laughs> is that there was one episode. <laughs> And uh, that David Paul, David, you were also an incredible guest. David Paul's episode was 31 minutes or something like that. Have you ever had a conversation with David Paul? <laughs> <'Cause>... 
So <laughs> it's not I mean, gonna last the time. I mean, David, David, take this as a compliment because Taylor's excuse was there was just too much good content. There, there genuinely was. But it also defeats the whole object of <laughs> 22 minutes. So there's still that's my one complaint from yeah. Taylor this year. That's okay. I'll, I'll take that. But I enjoyed that episode. I just I enjoyed them all. I think every it's been a real nice mix of people. Now there yeah. hasn't been two episodes that have been yeah. the same. And it's been a real pleasure mm. to kind of invite people into like almost like a little safe space yeah. to kind of feel okay to share those pain points. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to getting back on the other side of the desk, to be fair, and having more yeah. of these kind of conversations. We've got, I mean, we've got some incredible guests lined up, by the yeah. way. So um, <laughs> I, that's all I'm going to say. But um, yeah, it's, it's going to be, a, I'm looking forward to the next part. One thing um, I always look forward to in 22 minutes um, is... Me messing up. You messing up. But to be fair, one of the biggest things that I have actually enjoyed is watching you from that first episode and the growth in it. Yeah. Because there has been the conversations that we've had like kind of like off air that have been like, oh, I wish I asked that question. Yeah. I wish I asked that question. <laughs> Whereas now you're like, should I have asked that question? <laughs> should I have said that? It's quite rare for someone to kind of almost like find your tribe. So, so to be able to have these kind of conversations around podcasts, mm. it's been a real kind of pleasure to see the growth yeah. in like your ability as a host. Yeah, it's it's been a massive learning curve for me. And you know, for anyone out there, the, the fear of doing this sort of thing, I just say get behind the camera, yeah. get behind the camera, get behind the mic, because, you know, it just becomes a conversation. Yeah. You know, and you forget about the kind of, I don't know. And, and your worst case scenario, you know, is edit it. Exactly. That's what I get paid for. <laughs> Sorry, I keep, I keep getting sidetracked. But one of my favorite things is obviously LinkedIn, linked out. Yeah. But I thought it'd be quite a fun thing for you to give it a go. Okay. So, are you ready? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, actually, this is quite difficult because I forgot I like to make them rhyme. So I'm going to have to kind of like read oh, it and almost like a bit of a band. I've never noticed they rhyme. <laughs> Haven't you? No, sorry about that. Right, I'm going to close my eyes so I'll give the best answer. Hot chocolate time or mulled wine? Mulled wine. Putting up the Christmas tree or setting up the golf tee? I'm sorry about this, it's Christmas tree. Oh, okay, I didn't, wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Podcast or Christmas on full blast? Podcast. Hitting the deadline or F it, it's Christmas time? Hitting the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> Home Alone or The Grinch? Home Alone, 100%. <laughs> 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early? 10 minutes late. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you said the other one, you know, you're a liar. Email or voice note? Voice note. Zoom or in the room? In the room. Pause or rewind time? Rewind. Higher salary or more holiday? More holiday. Can I have a pay rise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> it's actually quite nerve-wracking reading those questions. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think it's my handwriting. <laughs> yes. That's what I blame. Is that? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I mean, you should have said that. I enjoyed that. That was good. Yeah.